What up, what up, what up, world? We back again. Season two. We are back. It's another episode of the hottest podcast in the 337, making sure we tell the 337 story right. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, I couldn't I couldn't kick this thing off without bringing one of my good potties. One of my sisters in the game, man. I mean, she's legendary. I, I'm not even going to try to do a resume. <laughs> I'm not even going to try to do a resume because I probably wouldn't even know where to start and where to stop. I mean, you so, know where to start. Well, no, we're going to, yeah. We're going we gonna to get it kicked off on where to start now. Nah, okay. But I'm not going to do it. I'm going to let you do everything. Ladies and gentlemen, if you didn't know, let me just give you a quick resume rundown. Stop me when I'm wrong or correct me when I'm wrong. All right. Engineer first. Okay. Badass engineer. Producer, DJ, vocalist, artist, sound engineer, live sound engineer, like for live events and, and church and, and play. Okay, all that. And if you follow on Instagram and you seen how that girl smother okra, oh my god! <laughs> oh, I could cook and I could do hair and, and cook, cook babysit. Jesus and babysit. <laughs> Come on, dog. Ladies and gentlemen, Lafayette's own, none other than the 337 legend. Lady who? Lady Lady, what? Lady Kim. How y'all doing? What's good, Lafayette? What's up, Mr. What it do, Ron? I appreciate y'all for bringing me oh, on the come podcast, on, man. Come man. On, man. Like, I, I really love what y'all doing. I'm giving y'all props and everything. Hey. You know what I'm saying? Y'all doing y'all shit, man. Hey, man. And we can't do it without y'all. We can't yeah. do it without you. We can't do it without having this story correctly. Mm. Like I said before we started rolling, I got to do this correctly. Mm-hmm. So I want to make sure the history and the stories is being laid out from the horse's mouth. Right. From the people that was in the mix okay. when this shit was popping. Uh-huh. So being that that said, mm-hmm. take everybody to the beginning. When it wasn't a Lady Kim, when it was Kim Burley. Kimberly. Figuring this thing out called music and what made you jump in the game and just have that passion for wanting to get in this game? What, where that started from? Well, first of all, I started singing in elementary. Okay. I'm talking about like from the beginning, like elementary in the choir. Right. Um, And, you know, that carried on to middle school in Pimas. Mm-hmm. And I was in the choir then. And then that carried on to Karen Crow High. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Singing with, with the choir. Yeah, I was in um yeah, you went to Karen Crow High. Yeah, yeah. We all went to Karen Crow High. A lot yeah, of yeah. a lot of goats went to Karen Crow oh, yeah. High. Oh, you yeah. know what I'm saying? And so um So you did choir? I did choir, okay. I did show choir where mm-hmm. we sing and we danced. Gotcha. Um, I sung at church. I mean, I was I mean, I did it all at a young age. Right. I, I was very technical. Like right. computers, music. At an early age. Early fixing VCRs, right, DVD, right, right. like just things like that. That's that's always been my stuff. Right. And that came full circle having a technological background when you started engineering and yeah. working boards and stuff. Well, I started like. engineering um when I was staying by Chip them in Brobridge. So Chip would be like, Man, go in there and when I tell you what to press, press it. So he would right. just say, Press three, press space bar, press one, press right. you know, and so from then and there I learned. Right. And then when they would go out of town to do shows and stuff like that, I would be in there recording myself. Right. Just remembering what he, you know. Now I'm glad you brought that up mm-hmm. because that's a mutual thing me and you share yeah. together. Yeah. We come up under the same mentor. Yeah, Chip. Mr. Raw, a.k.a. Mo Hits, Chip Anthony. Mm-hmm. Megastar Facts. producer, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. explain to me what it was like coming up under him at such a young age. Because, dog, we forget. Chip was young, too. Yeah, Chip was young. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Like, Chip not too, he not yeah, too older Yeah, he's us. not much older than right, us. So right. to say we was being mentored by somebody damn near in our same yeah. generation yeah. shows the level of of talent, chip. I'm, hey. I'm gonna go and get that nigga his props oh, no, because yeah. I wouldn't really know nothing as oh, far as hey. how to write, yeah. how to record, right? How to uh, change my tones up, right? Um, how to perform live, right? Right? Like all that come from under Chip and his brothers, right? And so, um, and you too, as far as producing and right. stuff like that, like yeah, yeah. we. We picked that up from somebody yeah, yeah, who was yeah. in the mix. All self-taught, too. All self-taught. And right. so I don't know where Chip them got they sauce from back then, but it, mm-hmm. to us, like, they already knew what the hell they was doing. Of course, of course. And so, you know, hanging around with people. That's why they say your circle is is very important. Mm-hmm. Like, who you surround yourself with is, like, very mm-hmm. motherfucking important. Mm-hmm. Like, if they ain't doing nothing, then you ain't doing nothing. Because to me, it's just energy transference. Like, right. You feel right. what I'm saying? So them niggas was working back then. Right. You know, they had shows out the ass back then doing yes. cover songs. And so, yes. 
you know, just being underneath that and learning that, like, I'm I'm very grateful to this day because that's what shaped and molded me as a person and as mm. an artist. Okay. So branch off for me. Okay. Branch off into where coming from under the chip camp and, you know, learning from him and having him as part of, the, of your circle. Tell me where that branched off into Lady Kim becoming her own entity. Okay. When well, did that start? From then, um, I'll say around 2006. Okay. When uh, Ernest and Terrence, they called me, mm-hmm. and they was just like, hey, we got this studio. We need somebody to come engineer. Hands-on studios. Am I telling the truth, E? Yeah, <laughs> yeah period. Hands-on uh-huh. studios, right yeah. on Turlins. Y'all remember? Uh-huh. And so, um, and mind you, I had only been recording myself. Okay. At you know home? what I'm saying? At, at, in Brobridge by, by Chip. Chip. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I, you know, I've just been recording myself doing that. So I ain't really knew much, but I knew something. Right, right. I knew a little bit. I knew how to mix down a little bit. I just knew... The basics. Right, right. And so I came on with Edom, and I mean, from 2006 to maybe 2011 or something like that, like, I stayed around that area at hands-on. And so um, from there, I moved to Dream Studios. Uh-huh. Shout out to Jizzle. Shout out to NJ. Uh-huh. But from there, you know, I was picking up clientele. You know, I was really in charge of people's sound. Like, they was trusting me to build a sound for them. Right. And so, you know... When I thought about it way later, years later, I was like, oh, my God. Like, people trusted me to oh, okay. create well, their sound. Like, let me ask. Let me spin off of that that statement. Do you feel like being an artist yourself made it a little easier to engineer other artists? Yeah, Definitely. Right. And not only that, being a female mm-hmm. in this industry around this area where there's not there's barely any females, mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know, like, I had to really mix... So when people heard their songs, it was like, man, who mixed that? Like, you know, because just being a female, some niggas would be like, oh, no, I ain't going to go by her. I'm going to just go. I'm going to just stick with what I know. For like, real, man. On everything I love. So you're telling me. Just because I just swear because to God, it got to be. that you was a female gotta, engineer. Because you know my sound. You hear Bro, it. You know yeah. it when you hear it. Hell yeah. And so some niggas like, oh, no, she a female. I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to mess with her. She don't, I don't think she know what she's doing. I swear to God. Right, right. Like on everything I love. So like kinda, some people it, had that mind. They kind of pushed the bar back just because you was a female. Yeah, they didn't even give so, you a shot to be And equal. so anybody I record, I would go that hard on their mix to be right, like, you know, right, like, nah, right. I'm a female, but I know what I'm doing. Right, right. And so, you know, I was at Dream Studios for for a couple of years, and then I just branched off into my own and mm-hmm. got my own little private studio going on, mm-hmm. you know, it's by bookings or mm-hmm. whatever, Trill Studios, Lafayette. Uh-huh. Plug it up. Hey. <laughs> Trill Studios, Lafayette, you know what I'm saying? Let them know, man. Let them know. Right. So, branching off from the engineer side of the game, mm-hmm. um, did you have a choice which one was more of a priority to you? Being an artist or an engineer or a producer, like, because well, I know you wore a lot of hats. Still, still to this day, yeah, you wear a lot yeah, of hats. Is engineering the number one hat, or is it like two or three? Which one is which one you more passionate about? Is what I'm asking. Ooh, I don't or know. Does it, or does it? Or does it? Or does it differ? Like, you got certain. You go hard in certain well, areas I'll for certain this. reasons. I'll say this: uh-huh. engineering. Like, I love putting songs together. I, I love you know putting everything. In perspective, as mm-hmm. far as because when I look at a, a song, I look at it as a a blank sheet of paper before they put the lyrics on it, and I gotta okay. go in and mix it and this that blah blah blah. So I'll say this: engineering for a long time has paid my bills. Okay, okay. yeah, yeah. So I had to put it first. <laughs> as many times as I didn't want to sit down right, and record right. niggas, right. and you know what I'm saying like it really take a, whenever I have to record myself, it take away from my creativity sometimes. Because sometimes we just gotta knock them sessions out to keep the lights. Yeah. So you, oh, you yeah. know, at one point it's just for it's strictly to just pay my bills. Right. You know, <clears throat> but me engineering a lot, it really takes away from me as being an artist. Gotcha. You feel what I'm saying? Like I kind of put myself all of, all the time, not kinda. Right. On the back burner. Well. You know, because of bills. Right. Well, let's touch on that. Uh, how frequent do you want to become an artist on the, well, not become, but be more frequent on the artist side? Is that anything you have coming up recently or do you just feel like it's a, t- it's a mood thing? Because people ask me all that to the time. Every time I drop a Fat Tuesday or a project, it's always, man, Fat, why you don't rap more? Why you don't rap more? And sometimes I feel like I'm trapped by all my other gifts because yeah. everybody blowing my phone it. up for beats and for studio sessions, and it's hard not to feeling, say no. Not feeling respected yeah. as an artist. <laughs> well, we're going to get on that a little later on how much I get respected. 
we get respected as, as an artists. Artist, yeah. Because I think what it is is that when you're gifted, and I said this in one of my songs, when you're gifted and you're so multi-talented, mm-hmm. and I think that kind of goes into what's going on with Chip now. Mm. I think at some point in time, we just got to stop being available with all the other shit. Yeah, because I, I run into people, and they're like, man, I'm trying to get that chip for a beat, this, that, mm-hmm. blah, blah. And I'm like, chip for a beat? Like, right, I don't right, think right. this nigga producing right, right, right now. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's Roy Anthony, the artist right, right now. So that's what I'm asking you. Do you think it'll ever be a, you know, you're going to have to put on the schedule and say, okay, this no more recording, no more hooks. I'm doing Lady Kim right now. I've I've been feeling like that like right. for the last couple of pretty much since I came out of prison I've been feeling like that. Oh. Yeah, like I didn't want to bring that up but we going I mean <laughs> <laughs> It is what it is. Okay. But, but the, in hindsight of that, didn't you drop your last project right when you got released? I or you dropped, dropped more than that after that? No, I dropped the project right before I before went Before you in. went in? Yeah. That was the Trapper Trapperette. Trapperette. And that album. shit was so and crazy cuz it was like how the hell I do a whole Trapper Red mixtape? But I felt like I was talking reckless on that mixtape anyway. You know, like, not saying I deserve to go to prison or whatever, but I'm just saying, like, when I go back and listen to Trapper Red now, mm-hmm. I, I, I fucking cringe, bro. I be like, what was I thinking? Even though it go hard. But that's the catch, it though. It go hard. Why do you think it went so hard? I don't because I, I was in a, I was in a mood. What was the motivation? Is it because you knew you was about to have some time off? No, I didn't know. You didn't know. I didn't know. Nigga, I was going to get a shrimp on a stick in Rain, Louisiana. Girl. And the cops stopped me because I got in the wrong lane. And they ran my name. And, and then, boom, yeah, up. I had a and warrant from Texas. never left from there. Never left. Was gone a whole year at that point. Yeah, I didn't know I was going in. Damn. Nigga, I would have had a party at the club. Like, I would have <laughs> I would have turned up. You let us send you off the right motherfucking oh, way. Right, with, with that bread, nigga. <laughs> Shit, I did not know. What year was that? What year was this that? This was, uh, well, the charge was from 2012. Okay. And so, um, they like, charged me. I had, like, 36 pounds. Mm. And um, the cops stopped me because I was doing 69 in a 65. Mm. Full and, funky miles. <laughs> And so when I told him I thought we could go seven miles over, yeah. he was like, you can't go one mile over. One mile is the, and yeah. it's the truth. Like, when I went and looked that shit up, like, it's the it truth. We true. can't go one mile over. So you dropped Trapperette before you went to I prison. I dropped Trapperette, like, maybe a month or two right before. And when you got out, you did a year, you said. Yeah, I did a year. So when you got out of, when you got out of prison, how was the reception of you coming back home with the Trapperette mixtape? Well, the Trapper Red mixtape, right before I went in, I shot a video on Christmas Eve. Okay. For Trapper Red. It was called Trill McCoy. Uh huh. With my sister. That's the one you sit with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember yeah. that one. Uh huh. And so I dropped that. Like, and so I didn't get to see the video like the whole year, but it, it had dropped. All right. You know what I'm saying? So I did something prior to going in, but not knowing I was going in. You uh-huh. know what I'm saying? And so um, when I came out, how was the Trapper Red reception? I mean, People were still... It was buzzing online. Heavy. Yeah, I had to kind of bring it back right. whenever I came back, but I wasn't on that type of time when I came uh, back. So that was you the feel conflict. What I'm like, it was doing some work, but you ain't want to keep pushing it once you got back Once home. I got back, I'm like, I, I wasn't even like thinking about that mixtape. And then when I heard it, I was like... Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? You was kind of more <laughs> self-conscious about it when you got back home. Yes. So did you want to steer away from making that type of music after prison? Did prison change your outlook on... How you present more, yourself musically? Or? It was more after prison. Whenever I came out, I did um, a song called Texas Bitch. Mm-hmm. And so it was a cool little song. I you did, had a video to that one too, yeah, right? Yeah, I did yeah, a video I to remember it. that it was one. in the uh-huh. classroom scene. Mm-hmm. Um, and so kind of like after that, I was like, maybe I did a, a I might have did a remake of something on the internet singing. Mm-hmm. And that bitch just. It went up. You know what I'm saying? Like uh-huh. I'm like, you know what? Let me go back to what I know. Let me go back to singing. Right, right, You know what right. I'm saying? The rapping is cool. I love to rap. You know right. what I'm saying? It's just a fun thing for me. Like, I right. like to do it because I know how to do it. And I can write. And so, um, but, you know, it made me go back to R&B because that's what's missing. That Everybody was rapping. You feel what I'm saying? When I got out, like, all the females, Megan Thee Stallion had opened the door and it was just like buku females rapping. Right. And so I'm like, you know, let me go into the lane where everybody really can't swerve in. That's what I was about to see now. You feel what I'm saying? Because when you rapping, they put you in a category with a thousand other mother efforts. A million. When it comes to singing, now Kim. Everybody can't swerve in that lane. (laughs) Naturally. You feel what I'm saying? Naturally. Auto tune, yeah. Say, bro. And this me. 
Dog, you top five callers Come on. from the area. Come on. Straight up. <laughs> That's me saying it. I don't give a damn what nobody feel about my opinion. I'm going to look in the camera and look close up. She top five, 337, <laughs> and I can go past 5042. Mm. State Louisiana, Kim is top five. Come on. on that mic singing. Pop your shit, nigga. No, I'm, I'm popping it for you. <laughs> Dog, harmonies, the shit you be hearing, bro. Hey, bro, sometimes when we be in the studio, me and Cupid, or me and Drew Jackson, we be listening to your shit and the, and the harmonies you be doing. I be like, bro, this girl is an alien. Who sing? who hears five notes? Five part harmony. Yeah. The only person I know does that is Missy Elliott. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Am I lying? No, you're not lying. Dog, you the only Missy, person. Missy a dog. Dog, man. You, Missy and you right there. You right there. I need Missy money, motherfucker. It's coming, though. <laughs> it's coming. You just got to pump. I received yeah, that. We just got to keep pumping. Yeah. We just got to keep yeah, doing what it is you do. Mm -hmm. So, let me rewind back a little bit because we skipped over one section before prison. Okay. And I want to I wanna dip on this because also on the female side, you also had another opportunity that not too many of us get. You mm. signed a label deal. Mm -hmm. With the Baton Rouge, the the, the historic Baton Rouge oh, yeah. label of Trill ENT. Yeah. So can we visit the Trill ENT days? Can you give us a little we can synopsis of what that was? You know, what, what you can say, what you want to say. This How was the was, Trill experience? The Trill experience was good. Like, uh -huh. I really, because at that point, like, you know, I came around them whenever they was like. On fire. Yeah. This was pre-White Mid-Arm? When they was in their prime. Like, right. Yeah, this was around like maybe a little pro. It was pro white me down like. So white me down was like nationwide when you signed the trip. Yeah. So it was the hottest label out of Louisiana yeah. at the time. Yeah. How did and that I happen? Was, like, I was excited. Um, this was around maybe two thousand and eight. Okay. So, um, shout out to uh, Forever Trill mm -hmm. from Lafayette. Okay. Forever Trill. Yeah, yeah. Um, he had a song that I sung on. I forget what it was, but I think they had sampled Brand New. Okay, okay. You make me feel brand new. Right, right, right. And so they sampled that, and he rapped on that. And for and I think DJ Chill had something to do with um, getting Mel. I think Meldum had heard it. Mm -hmm. And so um, they was like, who's the female on the song? Right. And so Chill was like, oh, that's my homegirl, Lady Kim from Lafayette, blah, 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 blah. She worked with me at the radio station. And mm -hmm. so, you know, from then... Um, oh, you... You was on 95.5 at the time. Yeah, I was a personality on Q95 for like like three years, three, okay. four years. Yeah, yeah. And so um, for, for some reason, for however it went, Dobie ended up contacting me about, mm -hmm. I guess Mel must have talked to Dobie, like, man, right, who's right. Lady Kim, blah, 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 blah. This, I, you know, I don't really know the story, but this is what I got. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, Dobie called me. He's like, hey, uh, Mel, I want you to... Uh, do some, put some vocals down on something this that so I didn't right. know I thought it was for Webby but it was for Lil Fat Lil Fat right and so um I laid some vocals down and Lafayette because you know I was still at, I was at Hands On Studios mm -hmm. and so laid the vocals down and um I forget how the song went how did it go it was that's my baby the Lil Fat C E yeah he be on it bro yeah that yeah it was that's my baby <laughs> Lil Fat but I'm trying to see that was how, for Lil Fat's album. Yeah, the one with uh, DJ Khaled. Okay. You know, the that, first one they put out. That the Khaled one. hosted for a little yeah, fat. Okay, yeah. gotcha, and gotcha, so, gotcha. Um, I, was, I was actually getting ready to leave the studio. This is how I came. I was mm -hmm. getting ready to leave Hands-On Studios. Mm -hmm. And it was like maybe 3 o'clock in the morning. So mm -hmm. I left from there, and I, I got maybe a street away from home, and I got the call from mm -hmm. Meldum. It was like 3-something in the morning. He's like, hey, we got, we got one. We got one. So I'm mm -hmm. like, you know, he's like, we got a... Um, we got a beat for you. And so he's like, what you got? What you doing? So I'm like, man, I'm just getting my mind. I'm on E. Right. I'm talking about gas tank on E. Right. No money. Just pulling up to the house. No money. No nothing. I ain't making right. no money that day at all. Right. right. Man, I turned around. I went back to the studio. I, I got in there. I was by myself. I locked myself in there. And I came up with, that's my baby. Mm. And I sent it to him. I left. I prayed. I made it home. Mm -hmm. And by 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock that morning, they was... They was calling my phone talking about that single. Wow. That's the one. That was the single for and his album. That was the single. I mean, they put it on all the radio stations, New wow. Orleans, Baton Rouge, Lafayette, Alexandria. Um, I didn't even know the song had went that far. Damn. And so, yeah, from then on, like, after that, after so, okay, so after that's my baby, mm -hmm. they was like, okay, we have this female artist. We want you to write for her, blah, 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 blah. So, you know, I wrote for her, 
And I wrote so they a, wanted to bring you in as a writer they, first. They brought me in as a writer first. That's okay. what it was supposed to be. And so um, wrote the song, recorded for, you know, let her demo it. And, you know, I just guess the song was too much. Mm-hmm. And so they was like, well, what else you got? And so I didn't really have that much songs, you know, just from my first mixtape. Right. Kim Possible, the right, mixtape. Right. Like, I just had, you know, and then on those mixtapes, I was just doing what I want. I was singing and rapping. I've been doing it. Yeah. Like, I remember when a nigga told me way back then, he's like, look, either you're going to rap or you're oh, you going to sing. sing. Right. You know what I'm saying? You right. don't see Beyonce rapping and showing the fuck now what we see. <laughs> Beyonce and rapping with yeah. grills, with goals in him. Coming like, down and all is, yeah. yeah okay. Man. So, you know, always do you, bro. Like, no matter what people saying, like, how you feel, just do you. Tell them. I just want to say that. Tell them. So, so the single you know, ended up turning into a songwriting opportunity with yes. Trill ENT. Yes. Okay. And so I was grateful for that. Uh-huh. And, um, you know, after I demoed the song and um, it was just like, well, what else you got? Do you got any other songs? So they started sending me beats and I started writing to the beats they sent me. I ended up recording songs. I got a wedding song out of that. I got, um, then they sent me this one beat. Mm-hmm. And I, they put the beat on. I look at them niggas like. The hell y'all sending me? Man, what is this? I right. said, the only thing I could hear from here is an inspirational song or a R.I.P. song. Right. And so they was like, yeah, do an R.I.P. song because they had just finished um, taping Ghetto Stories. The, the movie. movie. Yeah. With, with Boost and Webby. Yeah. I had just missed it. Okay. Just missed it. Like, so that was for the soundtrack? That was for the soundtrack, for the movie. Okay. Yeah. And it didn't make the soundtrack? No. It made the soundtrack. I'm right. saying I didn't make like to get a part in the movie. Oh, to be in the movie as an actress. Missed. Okay, okay, yeah, gotcha, I gotcha, just gotcha. And I know I could have did my shit. Right. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. Right, right, right. And so, um, and so where I was. The so I yeah, yeah, yeah. So right. I'm like, man, the only thing I can hear on this beat is some inspiration, and then it, you know, like I said, they was like, yeah, we got a part in the movie where a nigga died, blah right. blah blah blah, and so we could play it then. And so, you know, I went, I was um, in Baton Rouge, my homegirl, she was going to Southern Law. And so, um, I went to her house, I put the beat on, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, you know what? Let me write about my grandmother. Okay, so you wrote the I Miss You song and you used the inspiration of losing your grandmother? Yeah, my grandmother had passed. Had passed, okay. Mm-hmm. All right, Pete, to my grandmother, uh-huh. Mary Jane Living's mm-hmm. period, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, I thought about her and then wrote the song according to that. Okay. And um, the next day I went to the studio, I laid it down, the niggas, they was all in there and it was just like, damn. It touched them. Touched them. Uh-huh. And so, you know, it was, now it was time for me to go back to Lafayette. I had been there all week. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, they went to burn my CD. I'm like, you know, you don't even have to burn that song. Because, you know, it was just like... Right, right. When you listen to it, I was like, it's sad. Right, right. And so I'm like, I don't even want to, you know, listen to it. So I didn't think nothing of it. And then um, the movie dropped. So I was like, hey, that's you singing on? Like, I didn't even get the notification. So you that, didn't even know it was going in the movie when you recorded it? I mean, I knew I was recording it for, for them, yeah, for yeah. the movie, okay, or for the soundtrack. I'm not sure, but I didn't know they was gonna actually put it in on, the actual on film. A scene. Gotcha, yeah, gotcha. And so, um, somebody called me. I'm like, what? And so, from that one call, every now and then, somebody was like, hey, that's you singing. Hmm. You know, they was putting the voice together, the voice with you know, with the face. And mm-hmm. so, because whenever Trill put me out, they didn't put me out as Lady Kim, as everybody had knew me. They put me out as Kim McCoy. So I had to go to all my social oh. medias and try to turn things around. You know, was try there to... a reason for that? Did they tell you why? Or they just no, no. I, I don't even know. They just yeah. used Kim McCoy. I guess it sound more like a like household R and B name. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You know, and so like I'm talking about, and this is from like 2010 when mm-hmm. they they dropped it in 2010. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and so from 2010, the song. It did its shit. Mm-hmm. People knew it worldwide. Mm-hmm. They knew it, you know, the whole United States. Any hood, you know. That was a big movie, dog. Any hood, you, it's a hood class. Yeah, that's like right up there what I'm about it. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, dog. It's a hood yeah, class. Yeah. And, you know, and so I'm grateful for the opportunity. Mm-hmm. And so, but in my in the back of my head, all these years, from 2010 to, to actually now, like nobody really made the connection with who I was. That the song was actually Lady Kim. 
because they thought it was too separate. Or even, people or are even Kim McCoy, like right. like you know, like people wouldn't really search him out for my profile. Right, like, right, right. Who is this girl? Like you know, because it's kind of that thing where they they identify with the song over the artist. Yes. Right. 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 Yes. And so you know, this is like I don't know how many years it's been. We in twenty twenty two. Like it's a good 12 10, years. 11, yeah. 12 years since they dropped the song, and mm-hmm. so fast forward a little bit to. Maybe a month or two ago, one of my videos went because uh, you know I do a lot of memorials, a lot mm. of balloon releases now. Well, that's a lot what of I wanted to get into. You know, how saying? did that one song spawn into something totally on its own? That that that's really what um, sparked that off. You said a video on Instagram or something that went viral, or well, I did one balloon release way back in the gap, right when I released "I Miss You" video. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Jimmy Z because he. Um, shot my music video for I Miss You. Like, right. a couple of years that went by, and I'm like, you know what? Let me put a video right. to it. Right, and put Something. a face to the song. Yeah. Got gotcha, you, got gotcha. you. So, you know, he charged me $150. Huh, bro? Shout and out so, to Jimmy Z Shout out to Jimmy Z, man. Yeah. <laughs> so, we dropped it, like, maybe two days before um, Valentine's Day back in 2012, and mm-hmm. that hit a million views. Damn. O- over the years. Damn. Over the, yeah, over the years. It took a while, but... But that song was being looked up and, and resonated with people. Yeah, yeah, on YouTube. right. You know, this was like before streaming and all that right, came right, in. Right, 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 right. And so I'll, I'll fast forward to a couple of months ago when um, one of my videos went viral on Facebook. Okay. I'm talking about like extra two million. And so I'm like, what's the going on? The music video or just a video of No, it's of just you a video of me doing a balloon release singing I Miss You in a Graveyard. Right. And so um, I'm like, I don't know who shared it, but it was just like, when I tell you I got notifications. Damn. Back to back, like from... From Sunday to the next Sunday, like every day, like I couldn't even really get on Facebook because I couldn't see who was liking Truly what. Viral, and it was so, so I'm many like, hits. you know, what I'm saying, I'm like, okay, Lord, let it rain. Right. I, I get to the deep, I get to my messenger. It's got a few people asking how much I charge, so I go to the spam. Uh-huh. My nigga, when I went to the spam, I dropped down to my knees. I was like, Lord, thank you. People it was just fo- trying how to book can I, you. How can I? And I'm like, they finally connected me. Because wow. on Facebook, I was some poo. I get two, three, four likes on Facebook. Right, right, right. And I'm like, you know what, whatever. And so, you know, on, on Instagram, I got 29,000 mm-hmm. followers. And so, you know, I would just be on Instagram more because Facebook, I swear to God, I would get like two likes. It was just, dry Just up to a couple of months ago. Right, right. Two, three likes. And until then, so now it's like, <laughs> I guess it's viral. So, okay, bam. So I'm like, well, let me, let me go and fuck with TikTok. Mm-hmm. So I took one of my, you know, memorials, remembering somebody, you know, just... An older video a, you already had. Yeah, which okay. is not really older, the okay. last year or whatever. Right, right, right. So I posted that, and you know, it was like, okay, you know, I got some five men. I woke up one morning, I got 11,000 followers now on TikTok, <laughs> on everything. And this is just Damn. within three weeks. From a last minute song on a soundtrack that you wouldn't last even Last minute song on a soundtrack. Look at God, Yeah, bro. right. That's hard, bro. Yeah. That's and hard. So I, I never knew it was going to happen like that. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? And I wish the money will match it, you right. know, match the, the hype of it. Right. And it's like you said, it's coming. Yeah. <laughs> but you still perform that song to this day. To this day. 12 years later day. and you still get booked to perform that same song. It's like it's like it came back around for right. me. But you know what that goes to show? Around. And I say this a lot. It came back around. And I was ready and I was in position and I was focused already. You was ready to... Maximize on that. that Nothing was distracting me. Nobody mm-hmm. was in my way. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Blinding me. I was in position. I was in alignment, and right. it came back around. And, and I, that's God saying, "Look, yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna take something from back then and give it yeah. again." Mm-hmm. And you know what else? I want to pinpoint out the fact that you made a song based on reality. Yeah, you made a song yeah. that was personal to you. Yeah, and didn't even realize how many people feel that same way. About their family members. You people spoke for the people. People come to me and be like, thank you. Right. And they'll, you know, they'll start crying. They'll tell me their story. And what that be feel like, like, Ron? When people cry and express something to you. To your well, music. now. Like, how do you receive Because on first, when I was doing funerals and balloon release, like, when I would get ready to leave from there, like, mm-hmm. when I get in the car, like, I would just be crying. Like, it was driving, overwhelming And I'm to just you. like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? This don't have nothing to do with me. I don't right. know I'm these strangers, this, yeah. that. But I guess I, I was taking on too much of their emotions. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I had to learn how to pray before I get where I'm going mm-hmm. and then when I'm getting ready to go home, pray. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like to get that off of me because right. it was a lot. Like seeing people in pain a lot. Right. It it do something to you. The you know, energy it can something. transfer to you, right? It does. Yeah. And not only that, like I start looking at life too serious. Right, like, right, right. I can't really go out and have fun. Right, You know right, what I'm saying? Right. Like 
it's, it, 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 but now I know how to balance it because it's been at least a couple of years I've been going out to the graveyards and doing this. Wow. And so um, at the end of the last year, you know, I caught COVID last year. Oh. I was in the hospital. Damn. Yeah, nigga. Yes, I was in the hospital. I had COVID. Like, I'm talking about had it, had it. I'm talking about pneumonia with it. Damn. Yes, it was bad. Like, I could barely breathe. Every, I went through the whole little motion. <clears throat> and and so back from that, too. Bounce back from that, man. No, no, no lingering repercussions from yeah, COVID or nothing. Yeah, yeah. Did my, it affect your I voice? Have, I take insulin now. Okay. Um, with my diabetes, I have, I take insulin now. And, okay. Um, and high blood pressure, so right, it did right, kind of right. fuck up some shit. I right. really feel mm-hmm. it was the medicine that they was treating us with. Oh. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I really don't feel COVID is killing people, and I'ma say that and I'ma speak my man. Truth. You had it. Speak from your I perspective. Go ahead. It's not COVID is not killing people. It's what they're treating us with. Because I would wake up in the morning in the hospital and I would be A-OK, my nigga. Uh-huh. I'm talking about like, oh, yeah, I'm going home today. And as soon as they come in with this, so say, treatment, mm-hmm. if that's what they was calling it, my treatment, I had a fever, my blood sugar was through the roof, and my high blood pressure was through the roof. I mean, like... So the treatment was making you worse than the actual And so, virus. like, it came to a point to where I was like, you know what? Don't give me no steroids. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? So right. at night when they think I was sleeping, all of a sudden... I would oh. feel something go in my veins and it would burn. And I'd be like, ah. Wow. And so I would call. And I'm like, what y'all putting in? And they would be like, oh, we gave you a steroid. I say, I told y'all not to give me that. Wow. You know what I'm saying? And so I'll never go to that hospital again. I'm not going to put y'all on blast, but I did do it on Facebook. Okay. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> So y'all go to her Facebook if you want to yeah. see what hospital yeah, she's talking I put about. put them on blast on my Facebook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, um, you know, I, I ended up checking myself out sick. Right. You, know, you knew I, something just wasn't I, right. I, you trusted your On gut, my mom, right. I would have died that week, bro. Damn. I felt damn. it. I felt it coming. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go and check myself out. I don't care what y'all saying. It's like, well, you won't be able to go home with no medicine. I say, trust me. I'm going to take my chance. Man, people died all that week up there. Yeah. All week up there. And so something in my spirit was like, leave, go home. Like, go, go, go. You had the discernment. I had it and it was heavy on me, my nigga. When I say heavy on me, heavy on me. I was like, you know what? I'm going to check myself out. I'm going to take my chances. So I went home. And, you know, everything was messed up. My my diabetes, all of us. Because I wouldn't take an insulin mm-hmm. on first. Mm-hmm. And so now I take insulin for that. And so I went through that. And so I lost a lot of... During that time, that's why I told the story. During mm-hmm. that time, Lafayette passed some type of ordinance mm-hmm. where no more balloon releases. So not, no longer... I mean... Because of not, COVID. No, oh, no the, the gathering. Yeah, yeah, I remember they were saying the that you couldn't have so many people outside together. Not only that, the balloons, so say, oh, was that shit going into right. the lake or going into I the trees. That. I and remember the birds that. was hitting. You know what I'm saying? Right, like, right, so right. my city banned balloon releases while I was down sick. So I come out of being sick right. to not really because that was kind of like my bread at the moment, right. like doing the balloon releases. Right, and so. I came out of that. No balloon releases in my area. Right. So I kind of sat down for a little while. I had to humble myself after being sick. And I started, you know, getting back on the good foot. Mm-hmm. And I started doing more um, TikTok thingies. Right. And so that time off allowed you to focus to on get what? on the internet. Ah. And search, you know, go on people live. Right. Like, just, you know, just interact. Right, right. And so, um, you know, I did that. Made a, a lot of good connections. Like, me and Shaney, we be writing for people in Atlanta. Right. Shout out to Shaney. Okay. We call ourselves the Queen Pins. Okay. Know, Queen Pins. Speak on it. So, yeah. So, so you got a conglomerate now. Yeah. What's up? Shaney Nelson, right? That's, yeah. That's right, right. Good duo writing team. And we call ourselves the Queen Pins. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, so we started kind of traveling, doing that. And then, you know, um, like I always had... And this is around, what, September, October. So I always had, like, fibroids on my um, uterus and stuff like that. Okay. And that's why I could never really have kids. Okay. And so, boom, like, we, I'm getting back on the good foot. Then this, you know, the tumor start, I guess, being enlarged right, or whatever. Right, right. So I had to go through surgery to, I had a partial hysterectomy. Mm-hmm. So now I really can't have kids. So now I was down for, like, six to eight weeks. So the end of last year was just, bruh. Some it was tribulations. Just, you had just some hurdles. The to most about. for me, man. Right. I felt like I was being purged from the inside out of right. some shit. Like right, right. sit down, rest. Do, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. I don't know. Right. And so I went through a lot uh, at the end of last year to come to this year, and everything just like, right. yeah. It prepared it's rolling. you. It's rolling. That last year was preparation. That's what I feel. I feel yeah. I went through adversity right. to build character. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because this year, it. this year is nice. Like I ain't go like I ain't even go. <laughs> You know, this I year saw the way like, you flipped the head. This year yeah, is kind of nice, like, baby. You know what I'm saying? 
Hey, but look, man, we all hey, everybody hits them points though. Yeah. We all hit them points where I can we, say with us. We all we all hit them points to where we like, what the fuck? With us, man? we stuck with it. Yeah. We stuck with I ain't gonna lie, like I've been broke on my ass a lot of times, but right. I stuck with my music, man. What cause what, this is all we really know. Right. And I was about to say that when you got a gift, sometimes people think we crazy, bro. Because we could get so much shit thrown at us. Mm-hmm. So much shit thrown at us, and we still find a way, still find a way. to still come still out with some music, that's, still have a song to sing. That's from being built up in church, though, because we all came up in the church. Right. You feel what I'm saying? Right. Like, it, church really, if we really didn't think that, it really did teach us a lot, right. like how to withstand stuff, you know what right, I'm saying? Right. Because no matter how much life knocked me down, and because and my close people know, and they are witness, like, mm-hmm. life be punching me down. Right. And I still be up, like... Right. You feel what I'm saying? Right. Like, I'm not fitting a bend or a break. Right. You feel what I'm saying? Does that influence your music now on the writing side? Do you feel like you got more, you yeah. got another place to reach from when you're writing yeah. these songs now? Yeah. I feel, I feel like we've been doing it for so long to where writing is just second nature. Right. Singing is just second. Like, it just, right. we could do it with our eyes closed and our hands crossed. You feel what now, I'm saying? You know what? You're the first songwriter I've I've had okay. until I get to Chip. Okay. So, from a songwriter, let me, <laughs> let me, let me pick that department right quick. As a songwriter, is it any kind of pressure or something you feel like when you're writing for an artist that's not you? Like, what what kind of mind frame you got to go in as a songwriter when you're trying to take on a task to write a hit for somebody else? Right. Knowing that it's not you. Right. How do you, what's the process? The process for that is, do we have a concept? One. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Is this about some toxic shit? Is what this to about, talk about first? Yeah, first okay. first, first, and foremost is what's the concept? What are we talking about? Mm-hmm. You know, does that help? Songwriters pay attention. Right. So, uh-huh. you know what I'm saying? That's the first thing. Like, what's the concept? And does the beat match the concept? Oh. You feel what I'm saying? Not too many, not too many people say that. So, you have to have an ear on what type of beat goes with what type of songs. A lot of people don't think that's important. A lot of people think you could write like anything moves. to any beat. Right. You can, you can. Yeah. You can write anything to any beat. But okay. a real good songwriter right. is gonna make sure that 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 temperature or that mood to the beat matches the, the emotion of the Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha, you gotcha, now gotcha. now now we fucking y'all before we even right. say anything. Like, and that makes just, the process smooth. That makes the process smoother for me. That way I could just if I'm writing off my own situation, I could still write off my own situation because we have a concept. Mm. Okay. It's not about who is this and how I want them to sound or what they say. Right, right, right. You feel right, what I'm right. saying? So that's how I go about it. And I use Rhyme Zone. I'm not even going to lie. What is that? What? You never been on Rhyme Zone? Oh, Rhyme Zone. Yeah. Hell yeah. You yeah. talking, that's the online uh, rhyming dictionary. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, no, I, and I we ain't finna cap and act like people don't be on them shits trying to oh, get, yeah, nah, I'll man, you gotta. <laughs> because after you've been doing it for so long, nigga, you need to it know. It gets monotonous, yeah. You yeah, need, more you words need... to say. Right. The substitute and go still rhyme. Right, right, And right. so I just try to keep up, like, I know all the new songs, I know all the new, you know, I just, mm-hmm. I keep, I'm always keep up with the young people. I, I feel young. Like, I don't right. feel my age. Right. You feel what I'm saying? What does, how, I'm so glad you brought that up. <laughs> Does, does age have anything to do with age anything? Age don't have a motherfucking thing to do with nothing. 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 Unless you stuck on an old sound. Ah, okay. That's what I was about to say. Okay. The only time I ever feel I only think age matters <laughs> is when you're trying to do something outside of your age. Yes. That's when you look crazy. Yes. If you farted something and an artist and you talking about some 19-year-old, 20-year-old no, yeah, no, shit, yeah, no, yeah, nah, then you tripping. Yeah, yeah. And not only that, like sound too. Like yeah. if you rapping like... Kumo Deedum nigga and we in 2022. <laughs> like that's what I'm that's what I'm talking about. Like you can't be doing this. Like you gotta I was walking to the apartment. And a lot of older people day. have issues with evolving with the times. Are you one of them people? Hell no. Come okay, on. Okay, all right. Know. I gotta ask. Nah, man, not me, man. I'ma do what I do, bro. I'ma still keep it me. Yeah. But you know, I'm you not trying to force every time. Oh, this is real hip hop. Oh, uh, y'all don't know what <laughs> I'm not gonna be one of them. <laughs> Fellas. Don't be one of them, dog. Artists, oh, don't be one of them, dog. If you bro. pass, you know, you might be past what, what people might say is a prime. <laughs> Let me just say this. If you have the passion to do music, just do it. Yeah. Accept the accept the changes that's coming yeah. in the game. Yeah. Accept the youth. Because when we was coming up, our music was 
you that know, young evolution shit. Yeah. to the older people, so the people and what before. they was jamming. Right, so, you right. know, I hate when they were, I don't like that mumble rap. I'm like, you know. Man, that should be jamming, Man, though. that shit go hard. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I fuck yeah, with it, you know. Yeah, it be know? jamming, man. And so, like, what you jamming now? What I'm jamming right yeah, now? Rap. I'm on, I'm on that Kendrick and that Gates. Okay. Okay. And Lil Dirk. I'm on Dirk, Gates, and okay, Kendrick yeah, right uh-huh. now. That's the top okay, three in my them. rotation, man. Gates came with it, bro. Yeah. Locally or statewide? Locally? I'm going to tell you who's been on my wide. radar. I'm going to tell you who's been on my radar lately. Cole Black. Okay. Uh, Cole Black, nice. Smoke been doing his thing. Yeah, Smoke always doing his thing. Man. My dog Mo Black, bro. Oh, Mo Black, <laughs> shout out to Mo Black. She another a, engine, female engineer. Oh no, engineer I'm gonna get her. Lafayette. I'm gonna get her. She's yeah, on the list. She's on yeah, the she list, man. I mean, freestyling. Yeah, man. She picking up that guitar. I be watching. Oh, she she teaching us che- how to play. I be checking y'all, Mo. Don't think we don't be checking y'all. I'm gonna get more on you. <laughs> Mo Black. Is yeah, I gotta beast, have more on you, man. I be proud to say, yeah, we got somebody that yeah. you know that's lyrical, female. Yeah. And look, I don't even put the female thing first, just as an artist. Point Blake. Oh no, cause she, dope, dog. cause she walking over niggas too. Like I ain't, she busting down on niggas Man, too. Man, on well. that stage. Oh yeah, she a dog. Oh yeah, on that her stage. Voice, uh, just her voice alone will uh, uh, grab you. Shout out to Ed too. I'm not oh, gonna leave you. Oh, no, no, <laughs> I mean, ain't, ain't no more black yeah. without the Ed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they compliment. They, oh, they, they compliment each do. other. Yeah, I, I, I love they. I love yeah. they look. I love their style. Yeah, I like how man. they um get up there together. And they sound good. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And they young. You know what I'm saying? But right. they, 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 they also do them. Right. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Not to... Yeah, they're not trying to be what they not. You know, yeah. and I love that. Mm-hmm. I love the authenticity that they, you know, they, they put true. out there. The authentic, yeah. mm-hmm. the yeah, authenticity. So tell us, tell us, okay, so bring <laughs> this all full circle uh-huh. on what's the next Lady Kim? What, you, what we getting hit with, man? Or give us, you know, what what's coming up? Well, okay, so I got this R&B project. That's, it's already put together. Just like I dropped, I just dropped four, it's my 420 mixtape. Okay. It's a 420 EP. Um, I did nine songs. It's called Kimmy Kush. No, huh? Yeah, go stream Kimmy Kush. I got stream. nine fire songs on there. Okay. And um, literally fire songs <laughs> on there. So I dropped that for 420, but I okay. do have an R&B EP that's coming out this year, September. Uh-oh. Yeah. And when you say R&B... I mean R and B, R and B, like we getting them five part harmonies, them bridges, them hooks, them yeah, runs, yeah, yeah, the even old, interludes, nigga, them, even them interludes, the more Imani Temple runs. <laughs> that, <laughs> you ain't think I was gonna go there, hey, hey man? Oh man, I, I used to love my church, man. I man, mean, talk about having the church background though, like having the church background. A lot of people get broke off into the entertainment industry from being on the spot at church. Man. Oh yeah, them definitely. Solos, them. Yeah, Background definitely. singing I've, harmonies. I've definitely been singing in the church choir since I was a little girl. I right. mean, some people go up to my mom and they'll be like, um, because my mama used to just drop us off at Queen of Peace. Uh-huh. And she would just, you know, like she would drop us off and go back home, mm-hmm. you know, let us go to church. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, we started singing in the children's choir. And so some people would see her in Dell Champs mm-hmm. and they would be like, man, your daughter sound good. She's like, my daughter, which one? Right. And right. so they'll be like, Kim. She's like, Kim. Right. You know, like, she's like, what y'all, you know, what y'all talking about? So right. she came one Sunday and I had a solo. And she was just sitting there like... Wow. Like, what the fuck? That's you. It's like, oh, she sing. Right. She sing, sing. Right. You know, because I was on key since... Right. I did. I was doing harmony since a little girl. And like, sometimes our parents don't recognize no, our gifts until they put no. on display. Right. Because even... Even in high school, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? I, when I was getting out of high school, my mom was like, yeah, well, go sign up to be a nurse. Go. Right, she was right, like right. doing all that. And I'm like, right. I don't want to be no nurse. Right. I don't want to. So, you know, I, I went to, um, my cousin was Janelle Shagwa at KJCB. Uh-huh. And so she gave me a, um, she gave me a slot, her and Tiffany. I was working midnight to 4 a.m. Mm-hmm. That was my shift on the AM station. Midnight to 4 a.m. Right out of high school. I was Lord. 17. You was jamming with all the warehouse workers <laughs> and, the, and the and the people that worked the, the Circle AM K. Station, so I, when I look back, I, I, when I look back and 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 realize things like that, I'm like I was being built up from then of the person mm-hmm. I was gonna be. Later. All that was a building you know block I'm, to what yeah, you are today. Man, huh? yeah. yeah. So I'm I'm grateful. I'm appreciative. It's nothing I won't ever regret. I don't ever regret. You feel what I'm saying? Because everything I went through, everything I've done, has made me into the person that I am right now. Right. And so, you know, I'm just loving on me right, right. now, periods. Look, that's dope, man. I'm yeah. glad you got some good stuff coming up. Oh, yeah. Here's what I'm about to do. Okay. I do this with all my guests. I'm going to do a one one or two questions, okay? Okay. And here's two questions that I got. 
whether it's either from songwriting or, or let's artists perform. Let's do songwriting. Give me the best song you feel you ever wrote in your catalog, whether it's popular or not. Sometimes us as artists, we got songs that we love so much and the world might have never heard. Do you have one of them type of songs that you feel like you you just was like, man, I don't know what I was thinking when I wrote that song, but I did my shit. If Puff Daddy heard this or... If, that nobody that, heard yet? No, even if they never heard it, but I'm saying to because you. I miss you was, is, you know, but let me see. I like all my shit I write, man. <laughs> I, it's, it's hard to pinpoint. You sound like, just like T Black. That's how T Black did me. Oh, man, yeah. I like that's so much stuff I got. Right. But you don't have one that just stuck with you that was like, man, I just wish the world could appreciate this song the way I love it. Well, there is a song that okay. I did write on my first project. It's uh-huh. called Don't Tell Me No. Okay. And so it was just like more of a like, don't tell me no. Like, I can't let nobody tell me no. I'm aiming to reach my goals. Like, uh-huh. you know what I'm saying? Like, just basically don't, even if somebody tell you no, like in your head, make it seem like they say yeah. Right. You feel what I'm saying? So I do have a song that's like, Kind of near close and to, dear, to your heart. and right, it was like right. yeah, after I finished recording it, like a bitch was really crying behind that song. <laughs> it I was that person. So it's called you. "Don't Tell Me No." If it's is it streaming, I don't know, but I think so. Well, if it's not, we are gonna have to make sure it's streaming because they gonna want to check it out after <laughs> right, they hear right, you say it. Right, so right, yeah. Right, yeah. So this is my second question. Okay, what's a song you heard that you thought was probably one of the coolest songs ever written? Um, not from you, just period in the game. That you heard a song and it just touched your soul and you was like, damn what they was thinking when they wrote this shit. One of them songs when you played it 12 times washing the dishes in the bed or outside smoking and you was like, man, play that shit again. This is the coldest thing I ever heard. What's that for you? I think it's Mary J. Blige, Love a Woman. I think that's what it is. Mary J. Blige? Love a Woman. Yes, yes, yes. I don't know that song. I'm oh, yeah, no, it go hard. Like, Mary I think, J. Blige. I think that's the one that we play back to back over right, and over, right. over and it over. Just, it just hits somewhere in the spirit. Yeah, What's yeah. that song about? It's like basically telling a nigga, like, so you think you know how to love a woman? Oh, okay. You know right, what I'm saying? Right, right. Like, can you do this, that, this, that, blah, blah, blah. You know? The misconception on how yeah, men think they're yeah. supposed to it's love like a woman. You think you, yeah, you're not loving a little girl. You're loving a woman now. Right. And so she just, she went in on it. It's right. her and Beyonce. Okay. Mary J. Blige and Beyonce love a woman. That's like. That's your song. Yeah, That's the one that right. hit you. Mm-hmm. That's what's up, man. <laughs> well, look, man, I'm so glad I had you, my sister. I, I know I'm, I enjoyed myself, I'm man. I'm so glad that you did this, man. I'm, what else I'm, you want to question? Man, I just. I want to know what the hell I'm when September is a long time from now. Kim. It is, it is. Can and, we and, get a freestyle and, or something? An unreleased song before September? Or? I mean, no, I do have two two videos that's out right now that for the um plug them up. Let us... gonna, okay, so I have a song right now called My Guy. Uh-huh. Um, look it up, Kim McCoy, My Guy. There's a video to it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who shot the video? Uh Dope Visual shot the video to it. I okay. shot something in Lafayette on Sterling and then in Crowley downtown. Okay. okay. And so that's my guy. Uh-huh. And then I have another song that I um shot the video on ATL called Perfect for What? Okay. Now this one right here is for the ladies. It's an anthem. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like Perfect, you know, perfect for, what? for what? Like right. perfect for what? Niggas gonna, you know, do what they do regardless. So right. like don't beat you don't beat yourself up trying to be perfect. Trying to be perfect, right. Yeah, right, like you right. know how we go run to get the BBLs and the Tummy tucks and the, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm gonna keep my comments to myself on that. <laughs> For what? <laughs> Why? Oh, if I had money, I was definitely getting me a BBL. Why? Because I want one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna say <laughs> nothing, man. I'm Why? Just... <laughs> what, you, what you feel about it? I'm, man, I think. Now, BBL's been around years. Niggas right. just learning about I, it. But what I think, it, my thing is, what's making them hot now? Because a lot, I think I feel like it's a lot of beautiful women that was already beautiful. Yeah, and, think, and I have seen some yeah, women that's fine already, and yeah, they still ain't get. And I feel like is, they, is it a keep up with the Joneses type thing, or is it just a, a it thing? Because can I you undo so. a BBL? You can't undo it. You can like, like go down ten, a BBL. Like five years later, and I don't. You don't like this shit. Can you go take it out? Like <laughs> I don't know. I'm well, not okay, never gonna well, get on the table. BBLs, <laughs> okay, some BBLs, and this is the one I researched. Oh is man. Called a fat transfer is when they lipo the fat out of other places and then put it in you. Okay. You know what I'm saying? It's not always silicone. Baby. Okay, okay, you know, okay. The silicone gotcha. ones, you could, 
I don't know what they do with it. It do go flat okay. from what I heard. Lord have mercy. It go flat and it don't feel real. <laughs> so I don't know. Whatever, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> nigga I told y'all I was going to keep my comments keep to my myself, comments. but hey, you be able to say it. All right. So look, man, this has been the episode of The Control Room, my dog, Lady Kim. Second Lady season. Kim, let, let everybody know where they can find you. Okay. So on social media... Well, basically, my booking number is 225-895-1912. Okay. okay. Uh, my email, djladykym at gmail.com. And that's bookings for? For for whatever. Not, let them know what for. Like, yeah, let them know. <laughs> you know, if you're trying to book a studio session, uh-huh. if you need a song mix, mm-hmm. um, if you're trying to book me for a funeral, a balloon mm-hmm. release, um, those are the contacts to get in touch with me right. to do. And so, um, what You still DJing? I ain't de- well. I DJ at, at church. Yeah, okay. I DJ. I DJ every Sunday at Destiny of Faith mm-hmm. at nine thirty, and then after church, whenever church is over, I DJ in the lobby. Like I'm, I, it's a real thing. Y'all got a like real- it's a DJ boot. Everything. Yeah. What in the lobby? Yeah. What you mean? It was Cupid shuffling. Dog in the so- lobby because <laughs> oh, there's a gospel Cupid mix. Like there's a gospel Cupid shuffle. <laughs> God, don't tell me that. It's a gospel Cupid shuffle on everything I love. Who's singing? Nobody. They have samples playing, like one of the samples playing. Like, oh, they ran a bunch of gospel songs over the. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, right. it's fire. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> and so they were doing, they was doing that in the lobby at Destiny um, one Sunday, and so and we really enjoyed ourselves. And so y'all go check that. So out. y'all got like a real like lounge vibe before and after church. Yeah. That's what's up, man. And that's Pastor Ken's idea. Like, that's he what's want, up, he man. He want that. Like, when you walk in, yeah. we're blessed, then somebody yeah. DJing, you know, they walking in, they're like, okay, the church turned up. And that's you back there. That's me. That's right what's when up, they walk, man. They can see me, like, right when you walk in. So, I'd be really enjoying that. Right. And so, what else? Uh, you could also reach me on social media uh-huh. at the real Kim McCoy on Instagram, mm-hmm. Kim with a Y. Mm-hmm. Uh, TikTok is Kim McCoy Trill. Mm-hmm. And Facebook is just Kim McCoy. Okay. And so you can, I mean, y'all can reach out to any of those outlets to get in touch with me. Right, right, right. Now, you want me to bring this up before we head out. Okay. Said there's a song with all the McCoy sisters on it. That's the one you brought up earlier? No. Oh, he wants to hear a song with the McCoy sisters. With the McCoy sisters? Yes. Oh, I'm saying sister? that like y'all a legendary gospel group or something. Like, <laughs> look <laughs> at that song. Like the yeah, the McCoy yeah, sisters. My sisters, they've been wanting to do something together. Yeah? Yeah, they've been wanting to do something Is together. that something that's possible in the works or? It's definitely something I thought about when I was in prison. Okay. Like, it's okay. something that I definitely was on my mind. Like, you know, when I get out, me and my sister's going right, to right, try to right. do. Because we, you know, if you know the McCoy sisters, yeah. y'all know us, we go hard. Like, yeah. I mean, like, we really go hard. Right. And so, um, we're not close like we should mm-hmm. but we but you know like don't play with them no, 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 you feel yeah, what i'm saying yeah, yeah. and so i i did think about that like when i was sitting down doing my time like man me and my sister should do a song okay bro, or a couple of songs or even an ep something gospel hey yeah you, you just spoke it we're gonna yeah. put that out in the wind okay and we're gonna see if that happens <laughs> all right chris and Jeannie, we're gonna see they, chris what? has definitely been she been like you know putting it on our brain yeah like, we need to do something we need to do something amen it's true tomorrow night, i promise man let's make it happen y'all. yeah it's true so another episode of the almighty podcast this is right here live in the 337 and 750 media i am your host mr fat on the track this has been my guest the lovely the dynamic the queen pin herself lady who Lady what? Lady what? Lady Kim. Lady Kim. A.K.A. Kim McCoy. A.K.A. Kim McCoy. (laughs) And we out, y'all.